What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Mind for Muscle podcast. I am your host, Nick Boletto. I hope you guys are having a tremendous Tuesday. If you are part of the 6 a.m. crew or just if you listen to this before work on Tuesday morning, I want you to send me a DM either on Instagram or Facebook and let me know that you're part of the early crew because that would be really cool. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, podcast. Here we go. <laughs> uh, a little bit of brain fog here. I'm I'm feeling a little bit under the weather as I talked about yesterday. But anyways, what I want to talk about today is a little bit more of a mindset, uh, personal development type of topic. And it's one that I think that society has helped us construct a certain idea and a certain answer to this question, but I think that there's a much better answer, and I promise that there is something extremely relevant for you and your fitness goals as a little gem in this episode, Um, but it's going to take a little bit of explaining first. So here we go. I want to talk about the difference between a pro and an amateur, and I know that in society a lot of times... The definition is as simple as a pro is somebody who gets paid for their work versus an amateur being not. A lot of us will immediately think of NCAA sports, for example. All of the student athletes who participate in NCAA sports are considered amateurs, whereas people in the MLB and NBA, NHL, etc., those people are considered to be professionals. But I think that it goes much deeper than that, and I don't think that that is a good enough definition because if you leave professional sports and go into other avenues of life, there are people who you just kind of get the feeling right away when you interact with them at their jobs that they are not a pro, they're an amateur. Versus there are certain other people who either at their jobs or maybe at something completely unrelated to their jobs, you interact with them and you're like, holy shit, this guy is a pro. And so I want to describe what's going on there and then relate it back to your fitness journeys. And this was actually brought on... uh, by professional baseball. So for those of you who don't know, I used to be quite a good baseball player. I love baseball. It's one of my favorite things in the world. I got to go to opening day this year. And in addition, the other day on Twitter, I saw this little video about how hard it is to hit a a fastball, like a 94 mile an hour fastball, which by today's day and age, isn't even all that fast because there's guys who are pitching six, seven, eight innings who are throwing 100 still in the seventh inning, which is crazy. But anyways, they were talking about how hard it is to hit a major league fastball, which is often considered to be the hardest thing to do in sports. And they were talking about why it's so hard. So I don't remember the exact numbers, but I'll try to give you guys an estimate. So the fastball from the pitcher's hand to the catcher's mitt takes about 0.4 seconds. It takes about 0.1 second for the ball to be visible from the pitcher's hand. It takes uh, another certain amount of time for the batter's brain to tell the batter to swing. It takes another certain amount of time for the batter's eyes to pick up the ball. It takes another certain amount of time for the batter to actually go through his swing. And so altogether, a batter has about either 0.2 or 0.1 seconds to actually see the pitch and decide to swing. 
And that time period, like I said, I don't remember if it was 0.1 or 0.2, but that small time period is something like half of the amount of time it takes to blink, aka there's not enough time, period. Like it should be physically impossible to hit a major league fastball. So how are there guys who do it? You know, 33% of the time, like the best players are hitting in the low to mid 300. So how do they do it? Well, the difference between a professional baseball player and even like a minor league baseball player or a college baseball player or a high school baseball player is the power of prediction. Uh, So a major league baseball player, based on the arm angle, based on, you know, being able to pick up the seams on the ball, based on their own knowledge of the game and knowing a pitcher's tendencies to throw certain pitches in certain situations, a major league baseball player is able to actually predict what pitch is coming. So sometimes you'll be watching baseball and you'll see a batter take a pitch that's like right down the middle. And as a fan, you get frustrated. You're like, come on, you should have crushed that. Uh, But here's the thing is baseball players, if they are waiting to actually react and hit, they have no chance of hitting ever any pitch ever. I mean, even like a really slow curveball coming in and like the high 70s, I mean, They have very little chance of actually being able to hit that pitch if they're relying on like actually seeing the ball, hitting the ball, but they, they go in and they are sitting on a certain pitch. And so if they're sitting fastball and a pitcher throws them a changeup, I mean, they just don't have a chance of hitting it. And likewise, if they're sitting curve and the pitcher throws a fastball, I mean, that's why you see guys not even swinging and they take pitches right down the middle. So that's what's going on there. So this power of prediction is really what separates pros from amateurs. Another great example is if we look in the NBA, if we look at the best players versus more of a mediocre player, mediocre players are kind of taking what the defense is giving them, kind of just reacting to the game as it's happening, whereas professional players are able to predict what's going on. Like, especially if you look at a stat like steals, the guys who lead the NBA in steals, sure, sometimes they're picking your pocket just because they're quicker than you. But a lot of times they are knowing your dribble tendencies. They're able to predict that you're going to make a certain dribble and they're picking your pocket. Or they are able to know what's going on within your offensive system and they know a pass is coming and they're able to jump the lane and create a steal. Uh, We can move into other avenues as well if we wanted to look at people who play the stock market, the people who make the most money in stocks or real estate or anything that seems like you can't actually predict the behavior or anything that seems like it's by chance or lucky. They have some sort of a predictive power. They have some sort of an insight that makes them a professional to be able to actually predict the income that they're going to get. Uh, Another example is professional video games. I don't know if you guys are as into video games as I am, but I used to play uh, video games professionally, and I still keep up with uh, professional Halo. I still like watch all the tournaments and stuff. I really think it's very interesting, but 
the difference between me as a very, very, very good online player, somebody who can probably hang with the pros, but just wasn't good enough to quite make it to that level. And the guys who are professional is the professional guys can not only predict individual players' moves, but they can predict entire teams' moves. And so they can constantly play this little like chess battle and stay a step ahead of the other team. And it all comes back to this predictive power. So the difference between a pro and an amateur is this predictive power. So how does this relate to your fitness goals? Why am I going on and on about this? So What's going on with a lot of you guys, and I know this is going on with you because it happened with me for years and years, is you're going through a workout program, you're following a nutrition protocol, and you don't necessarily what's actually you don't actually know what's going on with your body. You're just kind of trusting that this program is going to get you where you want to go. You read the headline from some super jack dude on bodybuilding.com who claims that, you know, he knows how to coach people in your exact situation with your exact problems. And if you just follow this nutrition protocol, that's not actually personalized or customized to you. And if you follow this specific training plan that works really well for the guy who's juiced up and has great genetics, but probably won't work for the guy actually reading it because if you were juiced up and had good genetics, you could do literally anything. But you're on bodybuilding.com because you're trying to find a program that's going to work for you because nothing else has. So you're just kind of blindly trusting these programs. You're blindly trusting these nutrition protocols and you're not getting results as a result of that. And that's because you're an amateur. You can't look at a program. You can't look at a nutrition protocol and predict the outcomes on a cellular level. Um, You can't predict the outcomes in a biochemical level. On a biomechanical level, you can't predict the outcomes when you look in the mirror. You can't predict the outcome when you look at the scale. And so you're kind of just blindly going along week to week, month to month, just doing things because you think it might be right, but you don't know that it's right. And that's the difference between an amateur and a professional when it comes to your fitness results. And so if that sounds like you, if you feel like, yeah, I'm following this program that sounds like it's supposed to be tailored to somebody like me, but I don't actually know that. If you feel like you don't have that predictive power when it comes to your training and nutrition regimens, then that means that it's time to seek out a professional. And I don't mean somebody who just like works at a gym or just somebody who says that they're pro, that they're a pro online. It doesn't mean somebody who is a pro in like men's physique or a bodybuilding pro. Like the word pro is everywhere. By pro, I mean somebody who can sit you down and predict what's going to happen in your body when they provide a certain stimulus. You have to be able to explain, if we input this insert training program and nutrition protocol, these outputs will happen. You will get these results, A, B, and C. And if somebody can't sit you down and do that for you, then they're not a pro. But you guys need to seek out a pro if you're listening to this and thinking to yourself, man, 
I'm an amateur. It's okay. That's an important realization to have. We're all amateurs in most things in life. I mean, being a pro, having that predictive power takes years and years and years of formal education and then implementing this in plans. You know, if you, uh, if you're, let's say you're an accountant, if you're a CPA, you went to college for four years. Then you probably did one to two internships in college where you probably fucked up and made a bunch of mistakes and probably lost people money. And then you went out into the real world and you got your first job and you probably lost people money there too. But you also made some people money and you started the piece together, you know, what was valuable from your education and what wasn't. And slowly but surely, more often than not, you are making people money more often than not. And so you start to earn that predictive power. But this predictive power is very difficult to earn. And like I said, you're only going to have it in a few things in your life. And that's okay. So in the things in your life where you are an amateur, if you care about those things, you need to seek out a professional. So with that being said, I hope that if this resonated with you guys, that you reach out to a professional today. Obviously, I would love it if I'm the professional that you guys decide to reach out to. I would love to connect with you on Facebook or Instagram. If you send me a DM, say, hey, I'm looking for a pro. Uh, but if not me, if I'm not the right pro for you, I hope you guys, since I sincerely hope that you guys seek out a pro. Uh, not because it's going to get you out of amateur status, but just to be able to get you the satisfaction of getting the results you want because somebody with the predictive power to get them for you is working along your side and is in your corner. But that's it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I appreciate you guys tuning in and I will talk to you guys tomorrow or not tomorrow, Thursday in the next episode. Take care. Talk to you soon.